This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. that they bribed the Bidens, okay? This was given to the FBI. When Bill Barr finally found out about it, he sent it to his office in Philadelphia. They actually said that this was very credible. The FBI kept this from the IRS individuals for them ever to see it. So not only do they claim that they were bribed, we now find information that 16 out of 17 payments from Romania were provided to the Biden shell companies while he was vice president. When President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now proved is not true. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. But Hannity, this Speaker. is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. If we are talking about millions of dollars coming from our top geopolitical foes and that the Biden family has been corrupted and, and took in all of this money and he was complicit in that, wouldn't that wouldn't that? Wouldn't that mean that we have a criminal enterprise uh, and, and as president of the United States that had to be on every level compromised by countries that are not particularly fond of us? Well, it's interesting that the Biden family runs, if they say, a company but never had an office and shell companies to be able to pay through. But if they really ran it for foreign countries, why didn't you get money from France, from Germany, from UK? Why does it have to be from China, Romania, um, in these countries that have real challenges and had problems going through? I believe we will follow this all the way to the end, and this is going to rise to an impeachment inquiry the way the Constitution tells us to do this, and we have to get the answers to these questions. In the words of John Dean, a malignant cancer now is surrounding the Biden presidency, and those walls are closing awfully tight. Uh, this is not going the way I'm sure they wanted it to. And then we have on the other side of it the assistance of the DOJ and the FBI. That's Jim Jordan's committee. Uh, Chairman James Comer today says that the Oversight Committee, excuse me, has evidence that the 
president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. House spokesman for oversight and investigations Ian Sams later responded, writing, "Quote: Instead of focusing on the real issues Americans want us to address, like continuing to lower inflation or create jobs, this is what the White House." GOP, excuse me, the House GOP wants to prioritize. Their eagerness to go after the president, regardless of the truth, is seemingly bottomless. Jonathan Lemire, it strikes you listening to Speaker McCarthy there that other than that one phone call, private phone call on January 6, 2021, we have not heard that level of outrage, that depth of criticism from Kevin McCarthy about Donald Trump attempting to lead a coup against the United States government around the 2020 election, taking classified information about nuclear secrets and war plans back to Mar-a-Lago. He's held that for President Biden and his son. Yeah, and let's fact check him right off the top. They haven't proven uh, that there was any wrong doing here, despite what he said last night. And the House GOP is kicking up whistleblower after whistleblower alleging wrongdoing, but have yet to provide any concrete evidence. Did they ever find the fugitive guy, Lemire? Have they found the, him yet? The guy with the was it the guy with the one arm? Oh, no, the arms dealer. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. he's he's been missing. Uh, there's yeah. another guy who's I believe uh, under indictment uh, in federal indictment because of his wrongdoings and this matter. Uh, and we, he looked, they had a couple members of the IRS came up last week and did testify that they felt like this should have been a matter that should have been prosecuted further about Hunter Biden. And then under oath, they also acknowledged that, well, actually, superiors disagree with us quite a bit. It's actually pretty common uh, for it not to, to happen. So Eugene Robinson, uh, people that I've talked to say that uh, the House is hell bent on some sort of impeachment. They think Attorney General Merrick Garland might be more likely candidate uh, mm -hmm. than President Biden. But certainly they're not ruling out the president. And I just if that what sort of if, if, if they do go there for an impeachment inquiry for President Biden, I just ask you, like, where are we heading now? Is it, are we in a moment where impeachment, which was supposed to, is supposed to be rare and, and, and almost sacred, is just being tossed around like another political ploy? Is every president going forward going to face some sort of impeachment inquiry? A uh, short answer. It looks like yes. I mean, it, it, it looks like that this is kind of the default position, and uh, this much of this Republican Party in the House, at least, um, seems to believe or want to make people think they believe that the impeachments of President Trump were um, illegal, were um, po totally political. Uh, and so they have a, they believe they have a constituency that wants to see them strike back in the same way at, at Joe Biden. And I think Kevin McCarthy is responding uh, to that constituency. And so we may be in, in that situation that you described. We may be in a situation where impeachment just becomes kind of a phase of a presidency. You were prescient, you were correct. It is interesting, Ben, though, from what Olivia is saying, right, that not only did the president in this meeting want to do a press conference on how great election security was and it was so wonderful and praising it left and right, that his frustration then, and the guy he fired shortly thereafter was the guy who was actually saying that there might be a challenge to election security in the form of Russia, right? It's because Russia's the third rail for the former president. Yeah, I mean, 
Chris Krebs sort of walked into into a split rail but with between both Russia and then saying the election was was otherwise secure. Um, but all of this and this meeting is particularly important in terms of the reckoning that the country needs to have with Trump's election denial charges, because the the 30 percent of the country not believing in the credibility of our elections is not a sustainable number. And Donald Trump, bringing Donald Trump to account to actually prove the underlying case that he claimed uh, was true would be a real service to the country. Oh, my God. Uh, Tuesday, 25 July, Year of Our Lord, 2023. So, uh, obviously, a lot going on. The Sound of Freedom screens in Congress tonight at the uh, at the theater that was built for the new uh, Visitor's Theater over there. Kevin McCarthy actually hosting it. We're going to get feedback from that. Caviezel uh, um, and Tim Ballard are both, I think, going to make it in town. They're on the card to address... Uh, the house and we're going to see a lot more activity after that um right there the buried lead we're going to get into all of this because we're packed today and i had to kind of junk what we're going to talk about uh geopolitics capital markets all that i'm gonna do a lot of that at five to seven tonight because we got to get into this um ginsburg right there what'd he say Remember, Ginsburg is a um, a major league lawyer over here. I think he ran DHS. He is part of the administrative state. He's the Republican version of the administrative and deep state. Right there on Aaron Burnett, he said, quote, 30% of the American people do not believe uh, in the, the election of 2020 was fair. The number is much higher, but let's just go with his number. He said, quote, that is not sustainable. That is not sustainable. And we have to use what Jack Smith, because they were talking about Jack Smith's, um, the J6 uh, grand jury or the Jack Smith deal here, not Mar-a-Lago, but here. The one that is supposedly the one that sent Trump a target letter. And as a service to the country, we have to prove that the underlying belief of President Trump in 30% or higher, you know, 70, 67% of Republicans is not true. Are they saying, is what Ginsburg's saying, is that when Trump gets indicted by this, that this will provide finally a platform in a federal court to put forward the information of the stealing of the 2020 election? Because that's what he's asking for. So you have the impeachment inquiries, right? And I've asked my staff to pull the... This show started with an idea that I got in the fall of, I think in September of 2019, when Nancy Pelosi stood in, set of, uh, in front of a set of microphones in New York during the uh, annual General Assembly meetings of the United Nations. She was up there. And she said, we're going to begin... We had the Pelosi? Yeah. Can we go ahead and play the Pelosi? Let's go ahead and play. Let me let me play that. See if my memory is as accurate as I thought. Let's play it. The actions taken to date by the president have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when the president says, Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. For the past several months, we have been investigating 
in our committees and litigating in the courts so the House can gather all the relevant facts and consider whether to exercise its full Article I powers, including a constitutional power of the utmost gravity approval of articles of impeachment. And this week, the President has admitted to asking the President of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The, action of the, the actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the President's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to proceed with their investigations under that umbrella of impeachment inquiry. The president must be held accountable. No one is above the law. Yeah, Morning Joe ought to go back and watch the tape. Watch that tape. This show came literally from that press conference. She stood in front of the mics. As I had said in going around in 2018 with the movie Trumpet War, going throughout the country telling people, and I told Hannity on his TV show in the spring, their entire focus is going to be impeach Trump. The reason they're knocking on doors in the hot, sweltering summer in Iowa and other places to win those seats was to impeach Trump. That was the thing that motivated them. And they won in 18. And the people around President Trump said, oh, you can accommodate her. You can no, 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 no. She's a stone cold killer. And she finally got it with the perfect phone call. They had to gin up something. But right there, she talks about it. I was on the John Frederick radio show a, a couple of weeks later. I would do a weekly hit. I think it was on the next week. And I said, you know, this thing's rolling, baby. This, they will have the impeachment done in the House by Christmas. I actually said they have it by Thanksgiving. And it'll go to the Senate, which will never be removed from office. But they'll go to the Senate. The trial will take place in December. I think it was off by six weeks. And by the way, John Fredericks, the, the audience goes, Steve, what are you talking about? That's fake news. That was the beginning of war room impeachment. That was the beginning of the show back in late September, early October of 2019. And here we are again today. And this is the real deal. And guess what, folks? The re Why is the railhead always Ukraine? Why is it always Ukraine? Okay. We're packed today. We're going to be connecting dots. Uh, we're dealing with politics, impeachment, indictments, all of it, and polling. Where's the math? Next, in the war room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying, gold. Follow their lead. 
text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. House spokesman for oversight and investigations, Ian Sams, later responded, writing, quote, instead of focusing on the real issues Americans want us to address, like continuing to lower inflation or create jobs, this is what the White House GOP, excuse me, the House GOP wants to prioritize. Their eagerness to go after the president, regardless of the truth, is seemingly bottomless. Jonathan Lemire, it strikes you listening to Speaker McCarthy there, that other than that one phone call, private phone call on January 6, 2021, we have not heard that level of outrage, that depth of criticism from Kevin McCarthy about Donald Trump attempting to lead a coup against the United States government around the 2020 hang election. On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, but don't just keep it right there. And I want to thank Real America's Voice and the crack staff of the War Room for putting this all together. It's fantastic. Um, I, I want to play this. Mitchell's going to come here in a second. I want to play this because they're so nervous, baby. Instead of taking it right on, you got Lemire, head of Politico, former head of AP, Associated Press. These are these are Washington D.C. inside heavy hitters. Also shows you what lightweights heavy hitters are today. But you got Willie, you've got uh, the whole Morning Mika team, and they are scrambling. They were not expecting McCarthy. And remember, this is all bayonets at the back. Don't think this is hap- this is happening because. Let me just throw out a theoretical. Remember when we got rid of Baynard? Of course, it was Mark Meadows at the time. He dropped the motion to vacate on the last day before they went on recess, dropped it. And people go, what is this crazy thing? What is he doing? Okay. We had the town halls and the firestorm to get rid of Boehner. When they got back from the break, just like they did now, six weeks, the Pope was coming, I think, at the end of September. Boehner said, no mas. I'm done. I'm finished. Uh, and said, I will surrender. Just let me stick around. Because I'm Catholic and, and, and have the Pope come to the the house, and then I'm out. And then remember, let's go down memory lane for a second. Kevin McCarthy was going to be speaker. He was, uh, I think, majority leader. He replaced after we after Dave Bratt upset and blew out Eric Cantor. McCarthy took over, and then McCarthy had issues. Hello, had issues, and they had to go to the bench, and that's where Paul Ryan came from. That was all. Because of the motion to vacate. McCarthy only moves in the direction he must and needs to move if there's a bayonet to his back. Pride and come along, come along, keep moving. That's what we got here. So it's a long way from over, but it's a start. But I want to just play. I got, I got so much to get to, but I got to just continue to play this because you're going to hear, oh, my God, you know, every guy's going to be impeached. Listen to their whiny answers. Listen to it. Let's go ahead and continue to play around the 2020 election, taking classified information about nuclear secrets and war plans back to Mar-a-Lago. He's held that for President Biden and his son. 
Yeah, and let's fact check him right off the top. They haven't proven uh, that there was any wrong doing here, despite what he said last night. And the House GOP is kicking up whistleblower after whistleblower, alleging wrongdoing, but have yet to provide any concrete evidence. Did they ever find the fugitive guy, Lemire? Have they found him yet? The guy with the was it the guy with the one arm? No, the arms guy. Dealer, no, the arms yeah, dealer. yeah, no, he's yeah. he's he's been missing. Uh, there's yeah. another guy who's I believe uh, under indictment uh, in federal indictment because of his wrongdoings and this matter. Uh, and we he looked. They had a couple members of the IRS came up last week and did testify that they felt like this should have been a matter that should have been prosecuted further about Hunter Biden. And then under oath, they also acknowledged that well, actually, superiors disagree with us quite a bit. It's actually pretty common uh, for it not to. To happen. So, Eugene Robinson, uh, people that I've talked to say that uh, the House is hell bent on some sort of impeachment. They think Attorney General yeah. Merrick Hang Garland on. might be. Hang more on for one second. Put a, put a, put a pin in right there. Put a pin. In. Merrick Garland. By the way, they served up. <laughs> we're just about to get to it. Jonathan Lemire serves up Merrick Garland. Hello. Wouldn't Merrick Garland be more appropriate? And here's what they do when they go to the bullpen and get Eugene Robinson. They're bringing on, you know, that's that that is the wisdom of the conventional wisdom in town where they go to Eugene. Now, I want you to listen to Eugene Robinson. Just when Jonathan Lemire at Politico serves up, wouldn't Garland be a more logical thing to impeach? OK, they, they go and now they're going to bring in uh, Robinson. Let's go ahead and roll it might be more likely candidate uh, than President Biden. But certainly they're not ruling out the president. And I just if that what sort of if, if, if they do go there for an impeachment inquiry for President Biden, I just ask you, like, where are we heading now? Is Are we in a moment where impeachment, which was supposed to, is supposed to be rare and, and, and almost sacred, is hold just it. being tossed around like this another is, political ploy? Is, hold it. It's 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 where are we going now? It's so sacred. Look at what these people have done. They've jammed us into a constitutional crisis, and they have an illegitimate guy in the White House. Okay? This is what Ginsburg gives us. Ginsburg says, we have a duty. We have a duty to the American people. 30% of them, that we have a duty to put forward 2020. Bring it, dude. Bring it. That's what you want to do? State by state. First off, you get, was it, Captain... Uh, uh, we'll get the, the we'll get all the folks with all the data day after day after day after day after day where do you think old joe biden will be sitting then think the american people will be buying 81 million votes homie don't think so let's continue on with gene robinson another political ploy is every president going forward going to face some sort of impeachment inquiry a short answer. It looks like yes. I mean, it, it, it looks like that this is kind of the default position. And uh, this much of this Republican Party in the House, at least, um, seems to believe or want to make people think they believe that the impeachments of President Trump were um, illegal, were um, po- totally political. Uh, and so they have a they believe they have a constituency that wants to see them strike who back in ever, the same who way. Would, who would who would ever who would ever have thought that the impeachments were political or unwarranted? Who would have ever thunk that? Thank God you got Ultra MAGA in the house. Thank God for this audience. The bayonet at the back and look at the meltdown. And these aren't minor players. This is the Washington Post. This is Politico. This is MSNBC. We have the trifecta. We have the holy trinity of, uh, of, uh, destruction of misinformation. 
Maybe toss the New York Times in there, too. It doesn't get any better than this. You see, when McCarthy grows a set and even just shows a little ankle on Hannity, what happens? Only good things happen. This is why this house, which has been, let me be blunt, except for a handful of patriots like Gates, Rosendale, and, you know, Eli, uh, Eli Crane and others have been an unmitigated disaster of selling out, and particularly Rogers and the House Armed Services Committee, a total disgrace of what you voted out of committee on the National Defense Authorization Act. You people suck. Pardon my French. Now we're getting down to it. I would love from I know everybody hates Nancy Pelosi, you hate the sound of her name, you hate the sound of her voice, but you know what? Hate her all she wants. She's a stone cold killer. If we could just get some of her testosterone put into McCarthy for the next seventy two hours, maybe we have maybe we salvage something before they go on their six week boondoggle. Their codels to all parts of the world. Because it's so important for members of Congress to actually know what's going on in, you know, Vienna and Paris and London. It's, it's you know, it's so important. I got this. We're going to go through this all morning. And we got other aspects of this, too. This The phony Murdoch uh, primary, all of it. But I want to go to uh, Mark Mitchell. Mark, you talk about, I know you've got polling we want to talk about. you just coming out with. I'm going to get to that. But more importantly... And I've got Neil Howe, breaking news. Neil Howe is going to spend the hour with us on Thursday in the war room on his new book. I think the first book in 20 years or 25 years, maybe 30 years, on, wait for it, the first, fourth turning. So Neil's got a new book out about that, and he's going to be, we're going to go through all of it in depth. Mark Mitchell, institutions, now, now we're in an institutional crisis. Tell me what your polling is going to say about this. Now, now you got them jammed up, and they're sitting there going, I can't believe the sacredness of impeachment. Everything they have trashed in our republic, now they're going to be the guardians of, oh, my gosh, we can't do this because it's such a sacred process. Mark Mitchell. There are going to be some really happy Republicans. I think Republican voters, they don't like their leaders. They're starved for action. And for the first time, maybe they're seeing some action. We talked about, I think on your show over 10 months ago, that way back then, even then, a majority of all voters supported impeaching Joe Biden. And, you know, as of the last time we asked in mid-May, the numbers are just astoundingly high. 75 percent of Republicans think it's at least somewhat likely that Joe Biden has committed impeachable high crimes and misdemeanors. And 70 percent of Republicans say yes. Go ahead. We want the impeachment proceedings to begin. And this is before all of this stuff about the whistleblower and the actual financial transactions came out. So, I mean, Kevin McCarthy's favorability among Republicans actually isn't that bad. It's kind of tepid. I think he's he's at 66 percent, um, but he only has a 25 percent very favorable rating. Uh, that's just from Trump endorsing him and some probably some good sound bites. But, I, you know, Something big is going to happen now that they're actually talking about impeachment from a public opinion perspective. Uh, now, um, McCarthy, to his credit, and we will always give credit when credit is due. What I liked about the Hannity hit last night, because it came out of nowhere, right, um, was he named like Romania, right? He said Romania. He said Romania 
as many times as uh, as the Barbie movie says patriarchy. Okay, so he he's talking about why are they coming to these countries? I tell you what, short break. We've got a lot going on, and I'm on my soapbox. So stand by. Short commercial break. Back with Mark Mitchell. We got Laura Loomer. We have Caroline Wren. We're gonna get into the whole uh, the phony Murdoch um, primary, quote unquote, or the stop Trump at any price movement. All next in the war room. Why are so many people buying emergency food right now? As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break again. One shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are empty within hours. That means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before, not after, before disaster strikes. You'll breathe easier knowing you can feed your family in any crisis. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com for your one-week emergency food supply. That's MyPatriot.com for your one-week emergency food supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, worry-free customers. It comes in a nifty ammo can that's loaded with delicious food. There's no skimping with these meals, offering over 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. This week only, 30 bucks off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take advantage of this special. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You were prescient. You were correct. It is interesting, Ben, though, from what Olivia is saying, right, that not only did the president in this meeting want to do a press conference on how great election security was and it was so wonderful and praising it left and right, that is frustration then. And the guy he fired shortly thereafter was the guy who was actually saying that there might be a challenge to election security in the form of Russia. Right. It's because Russia's the third rail for the former president. Yeah, I mean, Chris Krebs sort of walked into into a split rail. But with between both Russia and then saying the election was was otherwise secure. Um, but all of this and this meeting is particularly important in terms of the reckoning that the country needs to have with Trump's election denial charges, because the the 30 percent of the country not believing in the credibility of our elections is not a sustainable number. And no. Donald Trump, bringing Donald Trump to account to actually prove the underlying case that he claimed uh, was true would be a real service to the country. Oh, my God. Last night, it sent chills down my spine when I saw it live. The reckoning. A real service to the country. Ginsburg, brother, 1,000, 1 million percent, we agree with you. We 100 percent agree with you. President Trump's team right now. Ought to contact Jack Smith in the target letter. Say, hey, uh, you're right. This has got to be a reckoning. It's got to be a reckoning. We'll build our case. 30%, Ginsburg, that number's incredibly low. This gets back to the fourth turn. This gets back to the, the, the crisis of institutions, the institutional crisis in our country that have been taken over 
whether it's corporations, the universities, the schools, the libraries, media, you pick it. The military, don't think the military's, just look at that national defense authorization, that Rogers with the bad rug and the Republicans voted out, I think, 59 to 1 out of the House Armed Services Committee with Russ votes woke and weaponized up there. Some of it out, but a lot of it not. Mark Mitchell. Ginsburg saying we need a reckoning. Your math, sir, correct me if I'm wrong, shows that it's a much bigger crisis when it comes to the 2020 election and people's just understanding of election fairness, integrity in this nation, sir. Absolutely. I wish he cited his source. I bet that we poll more on the issue of election integrity than that pollster polls on everything all year. Uh, 62% of voters think it's at least somewhat likely that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 election, 30%. 65% of voters think it's at least somewhat likely, including 55% of Democrats, that cheating is going to affect the outcome of the next presidential election. And half of America agrees with the statement that there's absolutely no way that Joe Biden got 81 million votes in 2020. So I don't know, again, where that Bro- Bro- number Brother, I could, I, I could hug you right now. Give me those to slow down, hit rewind. I want the American people to hear these numbers again because, baby, we're getting down to it now. Walk me through that. 62% of voters, the highest number we've ever seen, think that it's at least somewhat likely that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. 65% of voters think it's at least somewhat likely that cheating is going to affect the next presidential election, including 80% of Republicans. And then 49% of Americans agree that it's at least that it's that no way that Joe Biden got 81 million votes in 2020. So 33% say they strongly agree with that statement. So again, nowhere close to this 30% yeah. number. Yeah, but my point is Ginsburg, oh, the math is way off. Because he couldn't possibly say that. If he said that on CNN, he'd be permanently ejected. This is the reckoning. This is the reckoning the nation needs. We've always looked for a venue that you could adjudicate this in a legitimate venue. And he just offered it up. Is that what this is about? President Trump will hit the bid on that. We'll hit the bid on that. The worst case you get in that, the worst case, is you've shredded Biden's illegitimate presidency forever because they understand intuitively they know he didn't get 81 million votes and now you get a chance to prove it. This is also ties back. I'm going to have Caroline run on in a second. This is this is ties back to the story in the Washington Post over the weekend. He's not even, Biden's not even running a campaign. They have a plug and play with $2 billion of outside groups in every state doing voter registration, uh, more in the election laws. All these articles are coming out now that the Soros guys in the $2 billion plug and play. So Whitmer with her puff piece they just did in the New Yorker, that's a tell. Newsom, right? Big uh, Michelle Obama, excuse me. What in the heck is going on up in Martha's Vineyard? Wow. Um, the, uh, we, don't have to, we don't have time to chase every story. Uh, Pritzker. Well, he'll throw in another billion. This, they're all about, they're going to serve up Biden, all of it. But you get to the heart of the matter, which is the illegitimacy of all of this. In Morning Joe, no to Eugene Robinson, Jonathan Lemire, Willie Geis, the entire crew over at Morning Mika. You got to get better. Today, you're just whiny. 
you're whiny, and you're exposing everything. I want to play. I, I got to play because I had Mitchell on for something totally different. But here's what I got. But his polling's so great on the institutions. Remember, it's an institutional crisis. That's what a fourth turning is. I want to play. Okay, understand the other element that's going on here simultaneously. The Murdochs. Did I mention that they were a foreign family? The Murdochs are obsessed, obsessed with the Stop Trump movement. And remember, they're quite strategic. So they will bleed Trump out. That's their plan. They know they can't have a knockout blow. They're going to bleed him out. Let's play. Let's go to the couch. we got to go to the white couch. Let's go to the white couch in here this morning. One of the things that's going on right now, we were telling people yesterday about how over the weekend out in Deer Valley at the Stein Erickson Lodge, uh, all of the big mega donors for Ron DeSantis got together and they, they're trying to tweak the campaign because he's kind of stalled out in the polls. Well, now there's a story out about, and we touched on this briefly a little while ago, about how governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, mm-hmm. uh, ha- has a record high approval rating yeah. in the Commonwealth of Virginia. A lot of people like what he's doing out there. And so ultimately, you look at a Republican governor in a purple state for the most part, and you're thinking, I wonder if that guy could possibly run for president. You know, doesn't have to get in right now. Nobody's in a hurry. Uh, What about later? I'm wondering if that guy could run for president from a purple state. And Drudge, by the way, Dave Brad sent this one to me. Drudge has gotten the whole left-hand column you know, they've got they've got they've got the they've got the Yunkin thing and DeSantis. Note to self, we got Loomer and Regular coming here. If that's mega donors, I got news for you. They want a mega donor near there. Writing a, a writing a six thousand dollar check is no big deal. There was a, you see this thing, this is a group of sad sacks out in, in Deer Valley. Of course, when you're burning cash and you're out of money, where do you go? But Deer Valley to have a uh, to have a wine and cheese weekend. They're playing golf. They're running around. Get big cowboy hats on. They're all going full uh, full Yellowstone. They're all looking, feeling good. Total clown show. Mark Mitchell, what what do you what's your numbers telling us about this? What what is the math saying about the primary? Anything else that you can tell me about this? Because Murdoch's the Murdochs are so over Ron DeSantis when they've got Steve Ducey on the couch making the elevator pitch right there. They're teeing up TV for stupid people are about to get now Glenn Youngkin in the best, right? Glenn Youngkin over there, David Rubenstein's Grundoon over Carlisle, the most corrupt, not the most corrupt, second only to Sequoia Capital as being corrupt and CCP influenced uh, Carlisle group. Just what we need now in the United States, a guy in a vest, some goofball in a vest, uh, you know, telling the moms, the parental rights movement, what they want to hear and not doing anything about it. And as soon as some kid comes up with a transgender bedroom, Youngkin wets himself in a bathroom and gives him a bathroom, right? Wets himself. You want to see, John, you think Youngkin can handle things? Go look at the Jonathan Carl interview with him. And so not ready for prime time. Anyway, that's for a different day. Mitchell, what do you got for us on this primary? If they throw Glenn Youngkin into the race, he's probably going to just peel votes from DeSantis at this point. Last time we were on, I asked the question rhetorically, is it already over? And I think the rhetorical question now is like, yes, I I think it's kind of over for DeSantis because the numbers do not look good at all. 
Uh, the last time we were on among Republicans, Trump was beating DeSantis 62 to 17, a 45 point lead for Trump. And Trump's down to 57 now, a uh, five point drop. And that's because some people entered the race. Uh, the field's getting pretty crowded, but DeSantis is down to 13% now. He's lost four points. So Trump is still have a 44 point lead over DeSantis. And the big change between now and then was that DeSantis actually declared his presidency. So if he had a bounce, it didn't register on our numbers, and it, his numbers are moving in the absolute wrong direction. If you take the last four times that we've pitted DeSantis against Trump in a matchup, DeSantis has gone from 37 to, I think, 24 to 17, and now he's down to 13. And you could say, well, maybe he's still got the ability to win uh, appeal from across the aisle, but he does even worse among de- uh, independents and Democrats. So if you look at all voters, uh, and again, this is a Republican primary question, so all voters doesn't matter other than it just shows you the general feel that people have for each of the candidates. And Donald Trump is head and shoulders above everybody else. He has 36 percent support among all voters. Ron DeSantis only has 9 (laughs) percent. Ron DeSantis is actually being beaten by Chris Christie. And that's because Chris Christie at least stands for, you know, anti-Trumpism. He's bashing Trump in the media. So that's where we're at. When Chris Christie has more support than Ron DeSantis does among all voters, I just don't I don't see where that's going. Unbelievable. How do people uh, how do people get to all your content? Because you're coming now, this institutional polling you're doing, all of it. I'm sure the impeachment is going to be back up in, in the in the uh, in the 2020 election. No, we're not going to let it go. You can't let it go. It's the railhead of it's the railhead of everything. All these guys, you can't talk about it. We got to talk about the future. We got to talk about the future. Everybody that says that goofball. Just write down number two pencil goofball. Same as oh, they're white hats. If they say it's all about the future, it's additive, not subtractive. Goofball. Write down goofball. Somebody says oh, the white hats, white hats, goofball. Two sets of goofballs on different sides of the spectrum. Um, Brother Mitchell, what, how do people yeah, get to all give, your great content? I'll give these candidates some quick algebra, right? Over 60% of Republicans think it's very likely cheating is affecting the next presidential election. And Trump has about 60% support in a primary matchup among Republicans. That's the math. Yeah, Rasmus underscore poll at Twitter wow. and also at YouTube. Wow. And I'll be dropping a video where we go more into the primary numbers. Okay, perfect. Fantastic. I look forward to having you back on. Your, your, um, your polling on all this is extraordinary. It cuts to the heart of it. Okay, we're a little backed up because I've been dealing with the reckoning. Not my words. That's Ginsburg, another part of the stop Trump at any part of the Republican apparatus. Remember, it's all the same. Just a few of them like tax cuts for the wealthy more than others. The Uniparty, the administrative state, and, 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 uh, and Ginsburg is deep into the deep state and a Trump hater. We need a reckoning. We have an obligation, right, an obligation to show the nation, hey, I'm in, bro. I hit the bid. Done. I agree. Let's roll. If that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You tell me how it shows up on the other side. You're familiar with the math. You know what's going to happen. What we need is audacity. We need boldness. We need the toughness of Nancy Pelosi right now injected. We need her testosterone injected into the McCarthy crowd. Grow a set. Word of the day. Grow a set. Phrase of the day. Grow a set. 
titanium. Short break, back in a moment. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. I offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. A song in my head, it makes me sing like that. And I'm ready to go. And I'm ready to go. You can you cannot make this content so great. I got the easiest job in the world. Just show it. Laura Loomer, Laura, what did we just please tell me what did we just saw? What did we watch? Well, <laughs> and but Loomer, first of all, hold on, hold on, hang on, hang on. I want to make sure you and Rent, you did not touch that video. You, you just pulled it from somebody's Facebook or Instagram. You didn't add any music. You didn't add any of the I photos, did not right? Add any music totally untouched. To that. I, I did not touch that video. I'm just sleuthing through the FEC reports and looking at donors who are attending the high-dollar donor retreat in Deer Valley, uh, Utah, at the resort that uh, Ron DeSantis spent over $87,000 of his dwindling campaign resources for uh, this weekend. And I don't know if I'm, like, at a strip club or a high-dollar donor retreat for Ron DeSantis's campaign, 
But um, but yeah, it's like Hoochie Mama Central in Deer Valley, uh, Utah. And uh, these are super bundlers for Ron DeSantis with their trophy wives. And uh, as you can see from that video, that's what Ron DeSantis is doing with his uh, campaign uh, money, Steve. He's blowing it. Okay, Just t- after hold on, hold the New York t- Times t- came t- out with hang, this hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. T- two, two observations. This is the reboot, reimagining. Reset. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. We're into deep into the R's. I said last night it's retreat. I have no idea what they're doing. But you bring up a very besides obviously they're mocking themselves. Two observations. One, there's nobody there, and and Lambert and these guys are not mega donors. These guys are bundlers. A bundle like twenty five thousand right. dollars. I didn't see a mega donor there. There's nobody on the deck. They're all playing <laughs> golf, hanging out. The other thing is you bring up a very serious point though, and you don't see this coming out of the Trump. You know, Trump and these guys are by the book. Tell me what's going on. Can you actually, according to your analysis, actually have a, a, yeah. a group get together of PACs and super PACs and campaigns, ma'am? Well, the reason why this is so concerning to answer your question, Steve, is because uh, if you pull up the video again, you'll see this lady's, uh, her name's Brooke Walter. She's a bundler. And her own Instagram post says uh, that she spent lots of one-on-one time with the governor, that's DeSantis, of course, and then, quote, spent time with the super PAC, never backed down to learn about the campaign boots on the ground and fundraising strategy and needs, end quote. So she has an admission, if this is true, that's an admission of a legal coordination between a super PAC and a campaign because the super PAC is not supposed to be talking about the campaign fundraising or the campaign strategy in terms of door knocking or whatever grassroots strategy they, you know, imagine themselves having. And so you see uh, Ron DeSantis and Casey DeSantis there. You also see Jeff Rowe, who's with the super PAC uh, in the video, uh, along with uh, David McIntosh, who's the uh, president of uh, Club for Growth. And it looks like you have McIntosh coordinating with uh, Jeff Rowe from Never Back Down and then Jeff Rowe coordinating with all these donors and uh, Ron DeSantis's official presidential campaign. And I just want to know, when is Ron DeSantis going to be held accountable for these egregious and blatant in-your-face yeah. uh, FEC violations? This is illegal. This is stuff that you used to be able to go to jail for in this country. Hang, hang, hang on. Don't bury the lead here. Your eagle eye caught Dave, the David McIntosh for Club for Chinese Growth is part of this ensemble, ma'am. Sure looks like it if you pull up that uh, screenshot. And look, I've been uh, zooming into these videos and screenshotting everything and archiving it all. That looks like Jeff Rowe, who's uh, been undergoing a massive weight loss lately. And then that appears to be uh, David McIntosh of Club for Growth. So they're all sitting there at their table. And um, that's exactly who it looks like. And that would be pretty devastating. And we know that Club for Growth... uh, you know, from my previous reporting, Steve has been a longtime supporter of Ron DeSantis uh, since his time as a member of Congress prior to President Trump running for president. And we know that uh, they supported Ron DeSantis as a congressman, and then they committed over $7 million in 2016 to working against Donald Trump's campaign. So these are people okay. who... L- L- yeah. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to hold you through the break. Uh, we're going to play. We're doing a celebration of American patriotism and music. Laura Loomer is going to stick with us. We got Caroline Wren on the plug and play of the $2 billion that are looking for a candidate over the Democrats. Rudy Giuliani, we're going to get back to the impeachment of it all. Rudy's going to join us. So we got a lot going. Carrie Lake, we're packed in the second hour, and I'm going to have some commentary. So Loomer's going to stick with us. Uh, we're drafting off of this the uh, reboot of the, um, I guess it's reboot number four of the DeSantis primary as Murdoch goes looking for, just shows he's not that into him. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to leave. We got Lead Belly. A son of Louisiana, 
an incredible a musician that actually is uh, wrote many more songs he's given credit for. A lot of people just ripped him off. The Midnight Special from Louisiana, Lead Belly. This is our celebration of patriotism, our celebration of American music and old glory. Here we go. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it. 
affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. War Room Health, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.